Roach. Lifeline on 100.3, the X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J, 847. And man, we're excited because about a month ago we got to talk to uh, somebody from the Food Network and we are happy to say he is making his return to the morning after. And it is because he will be coming to town very, very soon. Guy Fietti from the Food Network is on the phone with us right now. Good morning, Guy. How you doing, man? Good. Good. What are you guys up to? Oh, we're just uh, doing a radio show. Thanks for calling in. You know, this is the uh, the second time in like a month that we've been able to talk to you, so we feel honored and privileged, man. I, I think this, is, this should become a regular habit, in my opinion. <laughs> well, I like it. Yeah, that sounds like fun to me. So, so the- we can call in with the cooking tip of, uh, you know, of the day, uh, the uh, recommended cocktail for the weekend. I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe we could give you bad food tips, like, uh, hey, it, it never hurts to use garlic. You know what? That would be one of my favorite ones. <laughs> <laughs> I use too much garlic in my stuff, and the house smells uh, all day long. You know what? It, it, garlic gets such a bad rap. You know what? It, it's because it is so flavorful and has such a recognizable flavor. But I tell you something. I walk into houses and smell bad oil. <laughs> you know, people people frying stuff and all that. They don't, they don't, they don't get the oil out of their kitchen sticks up on the walls and so forth, and you could smell that old grease. I say it's it's out there. It's not, don't just hang it on garlic. <laughs> I understand, man. I hear where you're coming from. Well, the last time we talked to you, you were about to go on your road show, and now you've you've done a couple of dates. You're getting ready to come here on Monday, man. How's how's the tour going so far? <laughs> it is out of control, man. I mean, I had it in my mind. I knew what I was doing, and I knew where I wanted to go with this, and. When I started explaining to people what I was going to do, everybody kind of went, you know, like when I talked to you guys, they okay, that sounds interesting. <laughs> We've been blowing it up across the country. You know, we started in Boston, right outside of Boston, um, in Lowell, Massachusetts. Two big rock and roll tour buses. My tour manager, everybody on my crew has been, like, on tour with Gwen Stefani and ACDC and Michael Jackson. And you know, they've, they've all done the big hits, the big names across the country. And uh, my tour manager happens to be from the Beastie Boys. So we're on this tour, man. It's a $150,000 stage build-out that we did. And it's lights, cameras, action, uh, the whole video. So as we started doing it, people kept coming up, you know, at the, at the signings, and we do the autographs at the end of the night, and say, we didn't know what to expect. But wow, that was off the hook. We'd go again if you guys would play again you know, tomorrow night here. As well, it doesn't work that way. We're on the road, baby, but it's been going good. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So when people go to this thing, I mean, obviously you, you want to educate them, you want to entertain them, but but uh, all, when all things said and done, what do you want people to walk away from the show thinking? I want them to walk away with a big smile. You know, I want them to walk away and say, you know, Guy Fieri is what we see on TV. You know, what you see is what you get. Uh, if they take away some cooking pieces from it, great. If they take away uh hey, I love that song, man. we got to play that more often. If they take away a... Uh, I had a great time hanging with my friends. They, whatever, you know, just that somebody takes something away from the show, you know, hopefully not my equipment. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's more, you know, take home a T-shirt. It, it, it's, I can't say that one show is the same. You know, it's all uh, really set up by how the audience participates. You know, sometimes the audience wants to ask a bunch of questions. Sometimes the audience wants to uh, sing along with a bunch of rock songs. Sometimes the audience wants to go nuts and throw clothing on stage. <laughs> Who knows? But it's, uh, I'll tell you something, man. It's been, it's nothing, it's not short of, of anything I thought it would be. Matter of fact, I, my expectations are exceeded.
Man, you know, uh, that that's great to hear. And and uh, unlike Big Bite or maybe even Triple D, you know, uh, it, it's uh, this is a live performance. Now, have you run into any problems uh, you're, and you're like, oh, man, I, I didn't expect this, and, and you kind of have to improvise a little bit? Oh, it's a live show. You got it, man. I mean, we're, we're talking about, you know, we have an opening chef from the area. Then we bring in this crazy mixologist, Woody, from Australia that does this flair bartender thing that'll blow your mind. We were out with him last night. We're here in Denver. And we had a day off, and so we went out with him last night, and we went into some bar, and he jumped behind the bar and starts doing his flare bartender <laughs> thing. And I'm telling you, like nothing you've ever seen before. Um, and then I come on for about an hour and a half, you know, with my culinary gangsters, and our DJ, we have a DJ that's in a seven-foot-high DJ booth wrapped in orange fur, because that's what you do to your DJ. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, we run, in, we run in all kinds of The DJ likes to play this little game, which kills us. He, he gets, you know, because he had a mic as well. And he says, hey, everybody. You know, he notices when the crowd needs some music. You want to hear what I found on Guy's iPod in the dressing room? And then he'll play, like, Boy George or something. <laughs> the crowd goes nuts. So every day we're waiting for what uh, what songs, you know, what how he's going to gonna mess with us with what songs. And it just goes on and on. But, oh, we've had some. The second day on the tour, we broke the uh, the cooktop, you know, that we cook on. So we had to have a, we had to have a you know, $2,000 cooktop, you know, FedEx. <laughs> you know, we've got crazy stuff like that. that you know, everybody's gone through having a little bit of a cold. The flare bartender pulled his back out and had to bartend from a, you know, from a wheelchair. I mean, you name it, we've had it. But it's a full-blown rock and roll show, baby. And it is coming to town uh, Monday at the Morrison Center. Guy Fieri from the Food Network. Now, we, we talked about the show. We, it sounds like it's going to be so much fun, man, on Monday. But uh, where did you come up with the original idea? Like, this is the perfect marriage for these two things, and you wanted to take it on the road. It's really how, and I say this to the audience right at the very beginning, this is how it is at my house. I mean, when, when I'm at my house, I have a big digital jukebox on, this, on the wall. These guys at ECAS gave me this big jukebox, 250,000 songs on it. <laughs> and when we cook, we go over there and punch it up. What, kind of, you know, what, what are we cooking and what kind of music is going to go with it? And then we cook. So the guys are usually in the cooking. The girls are sitting on the other side of the counter watching us. We're drinking, we're eating, we're tasting, we're laughing, we're talking smack, we're going on and on. And that's just how it goes. Well, then when I started doing these cooking demos, you know, uh, for Food Network, for these big food and wine festivals, I would always do my, my uh, demos, but I would be a little bit more outlandish. And one of my agents came up to me last year and said, wow, can you do that again? Or was that just a fluke? I said, what, that, that I just did? I said, I can do that standing on my head. I said, I can do it ten times more crazy. <laughs> and they said, listen. That is just what America needs. You've got to take this. You know, food is so hot. Everybody's digging food. Why don't it's natural? Food, music, people, drinks, laughing. It all goes hand in hand. You know, you you spent some time obviously on the road doing Triple D. Now you're out here doing this. Are you you know gathering some ideas or some things that just kind of pop in your head while you're doing this that maybe wouldn't have happened before? Oh yeah. I mean, whenever you get a chance to go out here and touch America. And really see what's going on. You just get such a, you know, just such a, uh, an, I don't, I don't know what interjection, injection, interjection, injection of what's happening. And oh, I mean, everything from more triple D locations to, uh, you know, to other food ideas. You know, for you know, cooking ideas for my for my show, uh, all kinds of stuff. But you know, I'll tell you one of the greatest parts of this entire event is meeting the fans. You know, meeting the people that really make this all happen. Because without the fans, I mean, we don't have anything. Yeah. And if you're a fan of, of the Food Network or of my shows, you're either going to see me in my hometown or you're going to see me in New York. 
otherwise, it's you know, it's pretty hard to, to run into your uh, into your fans. So this tour, you know, giving us a chance at the end of the night to uh, to meet the folks who want to stick around and say hi is probably one of the best parts about the whole deal. Whole deal. And it's happening Monday at the Morrison Center. The uh, the road show rolls into town with a couple of rock and roll buses, and guys going to be cutting it up. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. So if you don't mind, I'd like to start your your uh, your cooking tip of the day today because I have a serious food question for you, and, and that Knock is out, every time I go out to eat somewhere. I'm dropping something on myself. I'm a messy eater, and I don't know what the hell's going on, but I watch Triple D, and you eat some of the sloppiest stuff I've ever seen, and you manage to avoid your clothing altogether. What is the secret? Well, I will tell you, it all has to do with the positioning. Now, we call it, in my, my new book just came out, The More Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, uh, just came out. And uh, in there, I talk about the hunt. I talk about, uh, you know, how to eat a Philly cheesesteak style, <laughs> which means you lean forward, not sitting back in your chair, you lean forward, you get your arms up, you hold the food out in front of you, and then you go attack the food over the plate. And keeping the uh, keeping your, your arms up so the grease doesn't drip down the down your hands into your, into your sleeve. And that's probably the easiest way to do it. But I will really tell you, a lot of times... And then don't get me wrong, brother, it's happened to me as well. <laughs> it's the not leaning forward part. It's the, you know, not putting your butt back in your seat and leaning your chin over your plate. It's kind of slouching like I do in my chair. <laughs> it's time to shovel it up to me. That's what I drop it. <laughs> You're right, man. It's good yep. stuff. It's good stuff. Well, listen, grab your tickets. Guy's going to be in town on Monday at the Morrison Center doing the, uh, the road show. Dude, it's always great to talk to you. Thanks for taking the time and calling in, man. We appreciate it. You bet. You guys are awesome. I'll see you at the show, and we will tear it up. All right, brother. See you, guys.